If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Seven ten on the Mike Calvin Show. It's one zero two five. The Bone. Whenever I hear this song, I feel like I should be playing rock band or Guitar Hero, or whatever. Was this a big one on there? Oh my god! It was so hard, and then you hit the wrong note. And it was a good game for a little while, Guitar Hero. And I had a I had a rock band band. Give me the drums, drums and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, that was good. Fun. Anyway, I don't know why I can't bring myself to throw those things out. I'll never play them again, <laughs> and I have them. But I uh, today it might be the day. I might muster up the uh, <laughs> the strength to throw those things out today. Just let it go, man. <laughs> well, so I have a closet in my office at home, and it is it's just filled with stuff. And the other day, I was like, I have not gone in that closet for over a year. Whatever is in there, unless it's like paperwork pertaining to my home or something like that, whatever's in there can burn in a fire. So I went through it, and I uh, started throwing away. I'm only at the first shelf. I'm only at the first level, but I pretty much cleaned everything out and went right in the garbage. That's pretty good. The, what you don't understand, Spanish, Gio, you can relate to this, and probably Galvin, but what at what age is it okay to throw away dumb pictures that your kids made? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I have a tough time with that. Like my daughter, like my daughter is constantly with the paper and the crayons. Constantly, I mean, every day, and you can't save it all. Yeah, here's the thing: Are you saving some of it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got boxes full of it now. Because this was a cool thing that my parents did, and I'm sure a lot of parents have done. But when I was, I don't know, thirty something, whatever, they sent me a, a folder full of like drawings I did as a kid, report cards. Just a bunch of stuff yeah. that they saved from when I was a kid. And it was hilarious to read, you know, that I was acting up on the school bus again. And, you know, <laughs> this and that stuff, whatever. But then drawings of I, when I was like 11 doing drawings of Jimi Hendrix and mm. all kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool to see. Yeah, maybe I, maybe that's what I should do. Do just a, I have a box of just stuff, but even that box is getting full. If you do throw it away, you have to do it in secret because I threw uh, a couple <laughs> pictures my daughter had made. I oh, threw them in the garbage, and she realized it and found it, and she oh, was boy. crushed. Not cool. I was wow. for yeah, you, bad you know, dad. And there's only one thing to do at that point, and it's a sellout thing, but you look at her and go, I don't know why your mother threw this out. That was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I just said, let's go get Jeremiah's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go get the Travis Scott burger. Yeah, I, exactly. I, my daughter drew a picture of a, of a ship. And a person and a flag on a ship, and I took that picture and I taped it to a picture that was hanging in my office, and she thought that you would think that I hung in the Louvre. She was so happy that I hung it on the wall, and now I'm like, it's been a year. Can I throw this thing out now? Like, how long do I have to keep it up? See, what my dad did, he made, like, a scrapbook, but mine was mainly, like, all the newspaper articles that I was in. Yeah. Because I played sports and everything, so anytime I made the newspaper, and then also my report card, and then my picture from that class so, year. my mother had that, too, and she had all my trophies from, from sports for over the years, 
And then sometime in my 20s, she was like, can you come get this or I'm just going to throw it out? And I <laughs> yeah. go, well, we, you don't want to like have a trophy room in your house? and be like, these are my kids. Oh, listen, I had boxes and boxes of medals yeah. from gymnastics where it was just to the point. like, the, So the only ones that I kept were my national trophies and medals. But all the other ones, I, we just threw those out. But there was so many. There was Once like, I found out those trophies were like $4 each at yeah. the trophy store, I was like, oh, throw them out. Who cares? And the difference between my 1978 Little League trophy and my 1980s high school trophy is about eight pounds. Because when in the 70s they used real metal. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then Probably they, lead paint. Yeah, everything everything was empty plastic in the in the 80s. You can go get those for thirty. If you buy a dozen of them, they were thirty cents each. I it was just give you a trophy for showing up every day. It was funny. I was watching that uh, Real Sports with Brian Cumble about the trophy. You know now how they give trophies, and they actually showed here in Tampa about all all the kids get a trophy just for participating, and whether that's good or bad. But then they talked to a guy who makes trophies, and he goes, "I think it's great." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You don't know how many trophies I sell. It is unbelievable." Because they even showed. Uh, you know, this tournament of all these little kids, and it was, you know, a thousand trophies or two thousand, however many kids were there, you know, because they're all getting different ones and some are getting multiple ones. So for them to be doing that, that guy's like, yeah, I'm just making trophies left and right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine, I don't, I'm not against a participation trophy as like a, as like a kind of commemorative thing. But you yeah, don't treat I, them like the same way I, you treat a I think that's a more of a team. ribbon thing. Or you get them at the end of the year. Like, you yeah. get it as a team. Yeah. Like, participation, I, like, you know. I think for a certain age. Like, if they're giving out participation trophies in high school or something, get out of here. Oh, no, Whoa, like those when, are my favorite participation trophies. No, I mean Little League. See the, little, the little kids playing yeah. soccer and stuff, and they'll get, like, a trophy for the year or whatever. You don't know how to win or lose if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I know, you, didn't, you didn't win. Like, you don't get the same trophy that the winners got. You just but get they a little are thing right that's, now. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You just get a little trophy that says um, fall season. 2020. That's it. Yeah. And, it's, and it's just a commemorative thing, so little kids get to have it. But then the winner gets a nice trophy with their names on it and his champions on it. That's that's how it should be. Trophies are for winners. I uh, think you get a you get a little <laughs> ribbon or a badge or a magnet or something. I don't know. You, well, for the record, uh, I don't want any, I don't want my kids uh, trophies. You know, you ever see when the kids have photo day and you can go and buy. Um, the little baseball cards or hockey cards mm-hmm. or whatever it is. We buy a crap load of those every year, and then I find them just sitting in a drawer. Nobody nobody does anything <laughs> oh, with them. Y- even just the regular school photos. Like, how much does it cost to make a photo? Because I have an iPhone, and it's pretty amazing. Because yeah. they try and get you. I, I, I had my sons, and they will sell you the regular package. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to get the downloadable one. And then we can print it out for whoever and whatever size if we want to or do whatever. But you couldn't. You had to yep. buy a package and the digital one. And I'm like, you son of a bitches. Yep. <laughs> so they get you. Well, my wife and I had this conversation last night because we had gotten a thing in, about my son because he's on the football team to take football pictures. And I'm looking at the sheet. And the cheapest like package was f- like $35. And you get like one Five by seven, and it was like from like the nineteen eighties. Like, it's never really? enough to. It's never enough for all the grandparents either. Yeah, but if so you just buy was, one, you, can't you take it like to a Walgreens or no, something? They won't do it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah because they they're licensed pictures to other photographers, oh. so they you know that would ruin their business if you were able to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's all you know. That's it. It's part of the. I just shrug it off as part of those things that you're just stuck with for the rest of your life. <laughs> one of those Pretty things. Much. 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I remember in my high school, my senior photo, you went and took the picture, I think, what, in our junior year or the beginning of our senior year or whatever you did, and everybody had the same kind of picture, and then one girl went and got her own pictures done and submitted the picture. She didn't want to go to the school photographer. Oh, really? That's oh, awesome. And, hers, and they were awful. Yeah. They were awful. She looked like she had a halo behind her. It was just ridiculous. Oh, I think that sounds beautiful. <laughs> uh, all right. It is 7-18. Time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. And by the way, if you're watching on uh, Bone TV and I appear to be picking my nose, it's because I have a... Uh, because you're picking a wild mustache. In your nose? No, no, I have <laughs> oh. a mustache hair that keeps tickling my nostril, and the the microphone keeps hitting it, and it's just driving me insane. I had a mustache hair that was like longer than the rest of them because you know I'll trim my uh, my beard and you know mustache and all that stuff, but it was uh, bothering me, so I went to trim it, and my trimmer ran out of batteries. And just pulled my hair. Oh, oh my god! I wind down while it was doing it. It totally did, and it was the worst. It just went yank, and I was like, "Oh, that's great. That feels that's really funny. good." Yeah, it was terrible. I got I got a uh, email this morning from Apple. Good news, you made your last payment. How many nice. payments did I make on that goddamn phone? I had that been paying for like a year. Mm. That's how they get you. Anyway, but now they're telling me I got to upgrade. I don't know. What, do oh. I need a new phone? Do I need a, an upgraded phone? Nah. No. What do you have right now? The 10X? No, you're fine. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, what I, more can it do? I, I think I have the 11, but not like I have the one with the two cameras. Yeah, I don't have that. And I don't think I've ever used another one of the. I don't know how to use <laughs> the cameras. Like, you know what I mean? Right, I'm yeah. good. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. I I'll think, wait for the 12. I, I think you're fine with that. <laughs> okay. I, I go like every three times they upgrade it. So you can yeah. jump from like the 8 to the 12 or the 11 and then the 11 to the 14. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do. That's okay. Good. All right. What do we have in news today? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. It is beautiful outside. It's finally cooling off so you can get outside and walk and run and do all the fall activities you want to do. You need shoes for picking out a pumpkin? Guess yep. what? Pelts has pumpkin picking shoes. Oh, my God. Pelts pumpkin picking shoes. They have them there. They have all the greatest brands, over 150 so of them. So Pete got them, he'd have oh. Pete's pumpkin picking shoes from Pelts? Pete's oh. pumpkin picking shoes from Pelts, they're plump. <laughs> Peach plump. Uh, they have all the best brands and the highest quality. They have lowest prices. So stop in there and get the perfect fit while you're in the location. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get yourself 10% off Pelt's shoes. Perfect fit. <laughs> Tom Brady and the Buccaneers overcame a first half pick six and a 17-point deficit as the Bucks beat the Los Angeles Chargers 38 to 31 on Sunday, giving them the uh, giving him the fifth largest comeback in his career. It was also the Bucks' second largest comeback in franchise history behind a 21-point rally against the Kansas City Chiefs in 2008. Uh, Brady finished 30 of 46 with 369 passing yards and five touchdowns. With only one interception. By the way, five touchdowns to five different receivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who were the receivers? Yeah. It was uh, Scotty Miller, uh, Mike, Mike Evans, Evans, yeah, Watson. Did Watson get one? No, I know a uh, reception. Uh, O.J. Howard had one. Oh, O.J. Howard, who is out for the year. Yeah. Um, uh, Cameron, Cameron Brait. Who? Cameron Brait. Yeah, Cameron Brait. And, and then uh, Barner. 
who is a one of the running backs. What's his name? Barner. I don't know his first name. I didn't even know he was on the Barner? Team. Barner, because I said, who the F is Barner? <laughs> if you could scream that louder next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? No. Bar- Barner. Uh, and then... Uh, Sof! <laughs> Vaughn, uh, Vaughn got in yesterday, too, the rookie running back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the way they were able to... to Go deep with the uh, running backs. Look, uh, Ronald Jones, I thought, had his best game ever yesterday. I think uh, statistically, as far as yardage, he did. Yeah, oh, he was Ronnie it was Jones. great. He was forward almost the whole the whole game. He was moving forward, which is very rare. He found every hole. He bounced off of people. He looked like he could be a running back on any other team. It was very nice to see that we had a quarterback, a running back, and several wide receivers yesterday. You can was... say whatever you want about Tom Brady, but he put that he put that ball in everybody's hands. I was so concerned right before halftime because they were just playing like horrible. Brady had another pick six, and it was like, this is not going good. And then uh, when Sue got that interception, they scored, and then it was yeah. just like, to be part of a Tom Brady comeback was fun to watch because mm-hmm. up, into, up into that point, they looked like garbage. I thought, we are screwed. Is somebody in reverse? Who's microwaving uh, something? Oh, uh, nobody's in a. Fast Karish- up to Karishma is microwave. Oh, okay. Right. I heard him say, I thought a truck was backing up somewhere. No, no, it's microwave. Uh, uh, I, the Sioux interception, uh, Bruce Arians said, was the big change, too. And this probably oh, yeah. Like, once that happened, we were back in action. We, we scored- thought we were going to go in the locker room, you know, down, and all of a sudden that happens. I got to tell you, point- watching uh, the Bucks play, you know, you used to watch the Patriots, and you'd think, God, well, Brady is a great quarterback, but also look how much time he has, how much time yeah. they're giving him. The Bucks are doing the same thing. His line is keeping everybody off him, and he has the time to throw, which is great for him. He's so like, calm think, in that pocket. After that first drive where they scored, then it was like punt, punt, pick six, punt. Like, they were not doing well. And then as soon as Sue got that fumble, because at that point it, it was, I think, a, a minute before halftime, and Sandy or uh, the Chargers were getting the ball back, so they had yeah. a chance. They were going to have a chance to go up to like twenty-eight to seven, which would have been very, very not good. Plus, I thought we were the curse because uh, <laughs> what's oh, his name yeah. got burned. The kid we had on the show on Friday, White gets burned on a, a deep pass. Yeah, you know, was... walking in the end zone, it was not good. But then he turned it around. He had a sack later on in the game. Uh, and yeah. they had uh, some people in the stands there. They also had some Lightning players there with the Stanley Cup at the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, win, which was pretty cool. I saw at one point they were eating popcorn out of the Stanley <laughs> Cup, which yeah. is great. I think this is not cool at all. Oh. I was actually angered by this. What? Because I saw a picture of Kalorn and I think Hedman and Stamkos oh, up in the yeah. box with Giselle. Uh-huh. These guys yeah. have been all down around Tampa Bay drinking with people for the cup, no masks and stuff, and now they're up in the the damn suite with Giselle. Like one separation from Brady. Are She's you going to go home and make sweet love line? to Tom and then, oh, it's all over. <laughs> I saw Kalorn in the crowd drinking with a cup with strangers and now two days later he's with Giselle who's going to go home to Tom Brady and give him COVID. That was the first thing I thought is, I saw that picture too and I thought, Good for those guys. those guys being out in the crowd and drinking. That's fine. They get sick. Yeah. They're in the off season now. Whatever. They're okay. But you're right. They were they were with Giselle and God knows who else they were with. If the kids were there taking pictures with them, and they're all in uh, Brady's family suite. Get yeah. the f out of there. They should be oh like, come on, what are you, the COVID police over there? Zone. Relax. Like, come on. No, listen, because Relax. I'm not saying 
Cam Newton just got COVID and they had to cancel the whole damn game. Like, you know, yeah. I don't need what Tom if, Brady to be messed with. What if uh, Brady and Giselle aren't, uh, like, they live on the opposite wings of the house? Like, during the season, they like don't. Like, when Tom do it. leaves the stadium, they put him in a plastic thing and they just wheel him out to his car. Plus, and, uh, Gio, it's phase bubble. three. COVID's over. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Sorry. I, I it's not like that. anybody famous got COVID recently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be fine. Brady should be in the bubble, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. But they started talking about that yesterday. They were saying that. Um, at least in the playoffs, they should move the teams into the bubble because obviously yeah, that worked for the NHL. They and should be driving Brady up in the Pope Mobile. Yep, where he's in that little bubble <laughs> at all times. By yeah. the way, COVID or no COVID, Brady, he deserves it. Scru- if they lose Brady, we are really screwed. Oh, we got what's his name? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Blaine, Blaine Garrett, Brady Garrett, same thing. Yeah, the lightning can kiss my ass. That's horrible. Oh, Get the hell out of this. Oh, easy now, easy. Come on, man. There's like, nobody uh, that appears to be infected on the Tampa Bay Lightning team. Well, I hope you're right. Uh, I, I, real quick, I was talking to somebody. I won't say who yesterday, but they um, they said that uh, they. I don't know, they said that they asked the the lightning people when I had said about the uh, about Stamkos leaving the bubble. They said uh, that I had gotten some bad information, and I still say untrue, untrue. I I know the secrets. I know the secrets. Watch watch more as time goes on. After it's over, more and more is dribbling out. Geo, what just happened? Did the ghost disappear? Oh, I think my daughter walked by me. You, well, Gio has my background behind him, so his daughter walked behind, and all I just saw was like a little kid's head kind of focusing uh, out, and I thought, that's we caught a ghost on tape. All right, what else do we have, Galvin? Uh, speaking of COVID, yesterday, while still be, being treated for COVID, President Trump left the hospital to wave at supporters waiting outside. Uh, he didn't stop. He just kind of slowed down, did a little drive-by, and then went back to the hospital. But here's uh, Trump talking about that, and then you hear some of the audio of him going through the crowd. I also think we're going to pay a little surprise to some of the great patriots that we have out on the street. And they've been out there for a long time and they've got Trump flags and they love our country. So I'm not telling anybody but you, but I'm about to make a little surprise visit. When I look at the enthusiasm and we have enthusiasm like probably nobody's ever had. Our people that love the job we're doing, we have more enthusiasm than maybe anybody. Four Did more he years. Just go through to just to see the people. Yeah, he just yeah. drove out there. They had him in the SUV, you know, the big little parade. Yeah, well, that yeah. seems worse than the cell thing. <laughs> oh, the poor knows. Secret Service, the poor driver stuck in the COVID mobile. Yeah, they all the all the uh, uh, money that that cost to, to fire that up and drive everybody through. Just no, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm I've been supportive of of Trump and. Other presidents before, uh, nothing in the world is going to make me go stand outside with a sign for anybody. No. Yeah, no, no. Like, just stand outside the hospital, like like when Michael Jackson gets brought to a hotel and people would stand outside his hotel room. That's you know, it's so like, funny. I watched a uh, Dateline where, you know, some murder in the trial and stuff, and there was a group of people out front, but not just, like, the family of the people. Right. It was, like, the whole town, like, all these people. I, there's oh. no way I'm going out and holding a sign for anything. No. No, I don't. I don't get this. But look, hey, uh, it made him feel good. So good that he got in the car and drove by, and waved to them. There you go. We have the Ooh. best 
Best yeah. Patriots. Most enthusiasm. Uh, the best enthusiasm. Conspiracy theories to rest, everybody that said he actually died in the hospital, and this is now a Oh, is that double. why he did it, you think? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I know you guys aren't on Reddit as much as I am, but the amount of conspiracy theories that are floating around is it's astronomically high. Like, like what? They think, like, they think he's... Like, I heard I, uh, Bobby sent me something in the middle of the night, a PBS article that said that they had to swear Mike Pence in because right. Trump's temperature went to 104. Yeah, so, but uh, but as as we've all known, that's very normal for somebody who gets COVID and has symptoms. You know, my right. temperature when I first had it was around 103, 104. But a lot of it was at first, uh, as we talked about, it, he didn't really have it. It's all publicity stunt. Then it was he's actually way more sick than anybody's letting up. Then when he went to Walter Reed, it was he died in Walter Reed. Oh, and boy. now they're using a stunt double. Yep. They daved him. Yeah, yeah, they daved him. Yeah, and and, uh, uh, and another one was that Russia and China are colluding against the American people and only circulating all fake uh, news right now. So, like, all the stuff that we're seeing around Trump, unless you know someone that was actually there outside of the hospital, that's all fake. That was all staged. It's oh. not, none of it's real, yeah. Okay. Um, Very exciting stuff. I don't know what the point would be to, to fake that, but anyway... Uh, I I think that the same thing that happened with him is going to happen with most Americans. He's sick for a couple of days, gets some good treatment, and he gets better. Yeah, he was quarantined. Now he's going to the White House. And they well, the good the- thing about it is he's still working even from the hospital and stuff. Did you see him uh, <laughs> signing blank papers? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> you have Come to know. On, you man. guys have to know that if you put that, people are going to look at that photo and blow it up and make sure and see that it's a blank piece of paper and he's just signing his name. At the same time. <laughs> At the same time, you don't want them to, to have uh, actual documents. Actual yeah. Doc, yeah. Doc, because people blow those up and look at those too. So, what would be funny is if they had something that he was like uh, buying a new car, or you know, whatever. <laughs> and he was just like signing for it. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, in a recent interview with Wired, Dr. Fauci uh, is sounding a little more optimistic when it comes to beating the coronavirus. Here he is speaking in that interview. And if we combine a vaccine with prudent public health measures, we can put this outbreak behind us. And that's the reason why we should not despair. Don't despair, everybody. So, no, I mean, it seems it seems logical. I mean, we've we're fighting, fighting through it. Everybody, uh, everybody says the same thing. If we all if we all just buckle up, stay home for a little while, throw masks on, that kind of thing and uh, wait out the vaccine, we should be fine. Don't hang out with Giselle. Don't hang out. Not if you've been drinking out of the cup. Yeah. That's insane. Insanity. Uh, so here's a situation for you, Mike. You got a little baby fever. A Washington man is in custody after allegedly trying to buy a two-year-old child from a mom last week. He's accused of going up to the woman and offering how much? What's a two-year-old going for well, in Washington? Well, here's, you got to think of a couple of things first, okay? Did he look at that baby and think... Um, you know, gross sexual things and be like, I'm going to try and buy that baby. And then the guy should be set on fire. Or was she a terrible mother? And, Cause I have tried to buy a baby from a crackhead mother no. before. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, uh, if, did he go up to her and say, uh, Hey, I'll give you 200 bucks for that baby. Cause a crackhead here's $200. And mm-hmm. like, take, take the baby, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I don't, where was this? Washington. D.C. or state? Uh, it just says Washington. Uh, I'm going to say state because they would probably say D.C. if it was. Uh, two-year-old, what? How much? Boy, girl, Asian. Uh, just says child, two-year-old. 
I'm going to say on the black market, I can get one for like 600 bucks. Ooh. Well, then this is a good offer. Oh, He offered her $1,500 for the child. Uh, Luckily, she was smart enough to uh, grab all of his information and hand it over to authorities. Uh, Here they are talking about it. She said no, of course, and was kind of shocked by that, as you can imagine, with somebody uh, offering to buy their child for any amount of money. She had the wherewithal to get his phone number and his email address, so she had his information. Uh, so they emailed him and said, we got a baby for you. Come on down. Police station 1234. Well, what's, <laughs> what did he do that was illegal? Tried to buy a kid who, where I'm sure that there is more to the story where they, you know, found out this guy was a creeper and, you know, uh, trying to bang the kid or had done this before or okay, wanted, to, wanted to eat it or something. Yeah, that's but also, definitely... also just walking up to a mom who doesn't necessarily want to sell her kid and you're offering $1,500 for her two-year-old child. Well, it doesn't sound like she was a bad mother because she did the right thing and she yeah. got all the information. But what if it was a bad mother? What if it was a mother who was, you know, um, homeless and or, you know, drugged out and and you were like I'll give you 500 bucks for that kid and you're going to give that kid a whole a better life. How often yeah. does that happen? Pro- probably not very often. Yeah. But if I was out, look, if I was out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to tell you the truth behind it, okay? If I was out uh in like Spanish and Joe's house. I was like out in St. Pete somewhere and I went to the Starbucks over there and I saw a woman in the parking lot and she was all cracked out and she had a kid. I would well, I would go over there and be like, dude, save the kid. At least save the kid. Give me the I'll give you two hundred bucks. Give me the kid. But I will be honest about this. If not, not if the kid was ugly. If there was a cute kid, <laughs> I would be willing to pay for it. But I don't want an ugly kid. No, right. You know what I mean? Like That's it's fair. just hard to. I, I it's hard to love an ugly kid. I haven't fortunately haven't had to do that. But um, if you, you don't want to spend cash on an ugly kid, if you look at it and the kid's cute and you're like, right, let me let me take this kid, and then and then you have a very very much a big daddy relationship with the kid, like the movie. You take it, you uh, you make it sleep, you make it shower in its underwear for a while until you guys get comfortable with each other, and then you know you raise the kid the right way, so it knows how to how to live how to have a good life, and the kid's always going to know at some point that it came from a crackhead mother, but some strange guy spent some good quality money on him and raised a good kid. And you know, in that situation, probably better than calling the authorities and having going through the process of you know being in a foster home and oh, I'll never, know. I'd never get the kid. The kid would be ripped away from the mother. No, no, but I'm saying like home. also yeah. foster home. You hear a lot of terrible stories terrible. about that where people are just getting kids so they get money and they don't care about the kids at all. I'm, there are a ton of foster people that definitely help. But sure. You also hear the horror stories as well. My thing always is that foster people never seem to be able to afford the kids that they have, let alone the extra kids that they're taking on. Yeah. And even if they're trying to help and their intentions are good, they don't have the, the proper means to take care of a whole family worth of their kids and foster kids. Mm. And then the foster kid always gets the bad end of the stick because they're going to take care of their real kids first. Their real kids, their own kids. Do they get money from the government to yeah. have? Yes. They do, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why they will take them in because so they give you, let's say, $1,000 a month. And some, you know, and, and like Galvin said, there's plenty of foster families out there who do it for the right reasons. Yeah. But you get a kid, you get $1,000 a month, and you get to write it off on your taxes and all that stuff. And and you're like, uh, well, this kid really only needs two hundred dollars to live, so we'll take the eight hundred and we'll pay our rent with it. That's you know, right? So yeah. basically, that kid's like a, a rent payer for you. And yeah. you know, it's better than one kid, five kids, because yep. now you're getting five thousand dollars. Take know? the brother and sisters. 
Well, you get all I, the money. I saw I saw something on uh, on Hulu about the Mormons that live in the Midwest, and uh, the big thing was that, that you know they it's one family can have up to 10, 15, 20 kids because a guy has you know four or five different wives. Yeah. But the reason why they don't get married, I was reading, is that because if they saved like that, she's a single mom, she gets uh, oh you yeah know, two grand a month for tax, each kid. Yeah. yeah, I was blown because I was like, how do these people? Afford to, you know, they got tractors and they got, you know, whole compounds in the side of a mountain. Yep. Like, this is amazing. They've been there and they're uh, raising little farm workers. Yeah, yeah, they got mm-hmm. like a whole army militia out there. Yep. Yeah, religion will get you all kind of stuff. That's, That's why, why the, uh, what was it, the Elrukins or somebody in Chicago tried to become their own religion so that they would uh, get all kind of tax breaks and have like uh, a church that they didn't have to pay for and stuff. Uh-huh. It, was, it was a gang though, and they're like, hey, we're pretty smart. Yeah, yeah you, right you just follow the laws. Yeah. You can get away with that. Uh, so, bottom line, what we learned today is fifteen hundred bucks is too much for a kid. Too much. Yeah, <laughs> too much. about eight hundred no. for a good-looking kid, about three hundred for an ugly kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, a thirty-five-year-old uh, guy in Arkansas shot two people last year after they arrived at his home with the wrong fast food order. Andre Crockett, an Arkansas resident, shot 37-year-old Priscilla Aldridge and his own brother, Kevin Thomas, for the incorrect food order back on March 5th of 2019. A neighbor heard Crockett say, quote, Bitch, you know I don't like mayonnaise on my hamburger. (laughs) Uh, Crockett is now facing up to 130 years in prison for fatally shooting the woman. So he shot and killed the woman and wounded his brother over the fast food food order. Bitch, you know I don't like mayonnaise on my hamburger. (laughs) That's great. Uh, I mean, I've been hungry and mad about stuff before, but I don't know if you shoot people over it. That's serious. Oh, man. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's one thing if you didn't have ketchup or you put ketchup or pickles, but mayo is a is the shooting offense <laughs> to put on a Call, burger. Calls for it, yeah. Oh, uh, no. if you don't, if you don't like mayo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like mayo. If you if I came home and I was like, oh yeah, mayo. What are you, what are you putting it. on your burger? What condiments go on the burger? I I mostly am a cheese and ketchup guy. I'm a real plain just ketchup. Uh, yeah, mostly, wow. but but. If I get a burger that's already done up, I'll eat it and enjoy it. But I'm if I'm making it, I'm just just putting cheese. In I know Carmen will know. Carmen, proper condiments for a burger. I'm talking just about the uh, stuff, not cheese and pickles and okay. all that stuff. Just the sauces. Ketchup, mustard, mayo. Thank you. That's it. Yep. Yeah. That and, is how you do it. And then you do a little mayo and ketchup for your fries. Bro, I got to tell you. This is how I know. Uh-huh. Delicious. Hey, uh, real quick, Corey on line one is a uh, foster parent. Corey, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. What's up, Corey? Good morning, guys. How you doing? You're a foster parent? I, I am a foster parent, and I got into it because I unfortunately can't have kids. Right. But... You guys are right. It, there's a lot of people that are in it for, you know, monetary reasons, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. And the system is is very difficult to actually get a kid once you've actually been fostering him for a while. It's just a really hard system. So that's one thing I don't understand, Corey, is that, uh, like, why would you choose to foster and not adopt? Is it because it's easier to do that or because there's more of a need? Uh, there's a multiple reasons why people choose to foster. I mean, there's a ton of kids that need homes and loving homes, but the adoption process is also extremely expensive. I yeah. mean, it's, you're looking thirty, fifty grand, to, and and I'll finally get a child. 
Whereas not unless you go to the Starbucks in St. Pete, you can pick one up for like eight hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred bucks, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, Corey, and I think it's wonderful that you do that for any reason uh, that you that you would be willing to foster a kid. I don't know that if I could do that because what happens when you get um, you know you you get a kid that you really like and you start getting attached to it, and then all of a sudden at some point they have to take the kid away. Well, I mean, that's the hardest part. I mean, if you're like me, I mean, five minutes of him being in your home, I already, this is my kid, I love you, I want what's best for you in life, and it's, it's extremely hard. You get connected immediately, because they, they've never felt that before, so it's, you, I don't, I don't know, you just, you pick up on that, and it's just, your heart goes out for them, because most of the time, when they've been removed from a, a situation, it's, it's very sad and very difficult. Of course, uh, especially when you start to like each other, and the kid probably the kids coming to you, it probably has some sort of issues as it is, whether they're they're they were born, uh, you know, to drug addicted parents, or certainly uh, parent, parents who didn't love them, they didn't know, like you said, didn't know the love, and then they get there and they get comfortable, and for whatever reason, they get pulled out of that house. That's bad for both of you. I, I God bless you for doing it. I don't think I could ever do it. Best and worst thing, really. It's and it must make you so mad when you hear stories about these scumbags who are getting kids for the wrong reasons. I mean, you get upset, but I mean, it's, it's just you just keep advocating for the kids you have and keep trying to work at it. And do whatever yeah. you can to try to help the system. Well, you're a good dude, man. Thank you. Appreciate the call, buddy. Have a good day, y'all. You too. You know, what they, you know what they should do? They should set up a system where, you know, obviously this is a lot easier said than done. Set up a system where, like, for instance, Robert, they take a foster kid and uh, they have three years. And they check on them and make sure that everything's going smoothly and all that stuff. And after three years, you're paying and doing all the stuff for the kid and taking care of them. And obviously you're getting money from the government, but still you're, you're giving the kid love and doing all that stuff. After three years, you're hoping to adopt that kid. You get to adopt him because you put in those three years oh, yeah. and they Almost checked like- on you. Uh, what? Like a rent to buy yeah. for a house. Yeah. You get right a first refusal on that. Yeah. yeah. But really, think about that. That would make so much more sense. Why I, Why they make it so difficult to adopt yeah. a kid, I understand that there's bad people out there that are trying to scam and do stuff and get kids for the wrong reason, but there's so many people that want to have kids who can't have kids that would definitely adopt, but it's so expensive. It's so many hoops to jump through that it's so difficult for them to do. That's why you always wonder why... Um folks are going to asia to get kids or other places because it's it's ridiculously cheaper yeah and obviously those kids need a home as well but that's why because people always like oh why don't you get an american kid first they they try yeah but it's not an easy process american kids are expensive Mm, good for foster (laughs) yeah well unless you're making your own deals on the streets right yeah uh washington state man named robert boulay not robert (laughs) boulay robert boulay Uh, is accused of helping several illegal immigrants cross the border from the United States into Canada. He owns a bed and breakfast. Guess what it's called? Uh, into the front door, out the outdoor, into Canada. The not sn- that it's not the name. I'm just saying, like, is he on the border? Like, yeah, come he, on in. Then he's right on the, the border. Yeah. Uh, he owns a bed and breakfast. It's called The Smuggler's Inn, <laughs> uh, which is literally steps away from the Canadian border. Authorities say immigrants pay up to $700 to stay and then just walk into Canada illegally. Uh, here is Boulay's lawyer explaining why his client has done nothing wrong. Who cares how he gets paid as an innkeeper? That's irrelevant. He has a service that he does at the border, and I don't think it's up to him to determine where his clients go after they spend the night at his inn. <laughs> That's true. He's only he's only there to, to provide them with a 
a night's day. Uh-huh. What did they do afterwards? At the Smuggler's Inn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how most of the celebrities are going to move to Canada when they leave when Trump gets reelected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like they the did the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, a few months ago, the cops in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, raised a major drug trafficking, uh, a ra- I'm sorry, raided a major drug trafficking ring that was operating out of two homes. They found fentanyl, they found guns, cash, jewelry, but they just revealed they also found something else. The people behind the drug ring had written a 21-page how-to instruction manual. It had info on how to get the drugs how to sell and distribute them, how to collect all the money. It also included a section on how to avoid getting caught by the police. That mm. didn't work out. Uh, a 26-year-old man and 27-year-old uh, man, along with a 29-year-old, are all facing several charges for the drug ring. This is uh, like Jason Bateman in Ozark. What's that? Like, like I picture him following a manual. Yeah. These sort of things. A how-to. Or somebody I watched the... Watch that show and then was like, I could do this. Right. Let me just write a manual. They watch Breaking Bad and they're like, I know science. Science, bitch, is what they said after they watched it. (laughs) Uh, I got a little hot or not for you folks right here from St. Petersburg. There is a 52-year-old woman named Beth Beth Ann Frankchick. She's from St. Pete Beach, Florida. I can't wait to do one of these and I know the person. Yeah, right. Uh, On Thursday, she called the cops and had them come to her house. Because she had a problem. She bought a bag of meth for $20, Aww. and she wanted to turn it over to them because it was, quote, junk. Bad meth. The cops tested the uh, crystals inside the bag, and they came up positive for meth. So junk or not, Beth Ann was arrested for felony possession of a controlled substance. She is 52. She's from St. Pete Beach, and she doesn't really know her meth that well. No. she is. There's no way in the world... That she is hot. No There's way. Impossible. About her. Impossible for her to be hot. You got you got 52, St. Pete Beach, and meth combination. There's no way in the world. All right. Spanish, what do you think? In my single days, I would have definitely had sex with Beth- Bethany Ann, so I'm going to say hot. All right. Gio, what do you got? I'm also going to say hot. I think she's just starting to dabble with the meth, so she yeah. doesn't have full meth face yet. She doesn't know. She doesn't know whether it was yeah. good or bad. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's doing anything. I just, just want to reiterate, there's no way that she's hot. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? She sounds cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> like, she may have been hot one day, but like a few years ago before she got on the meth. But that now, day's long gone? Yeah. No All more. Right. So, Let me just reiterate one more time. Not only is she <laughs> is she going to be gross, but it's going to look like... A cartoon where somebody punched her in her face and her face is sunk in the middle. So Mike and Carmen say no way. Spanish and Geo says let's get it on. Uh, let's go ahead and show <laughs> Beth Ann. Hi. Uh, <laughs> she looks like somebody took a picture of Kate Hudson and did everything the worst possible to it. The her. worst filters ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I stand by what I said in my single days. I would have had sex with her. 100%. Uh, uh, Carmen, by the way, probably right. She may have been hot at one point. No. Yeah. No. Because, well, normally meth would make you skinnier. So if she's, like, skinnier <laughs> she's from been meth. Put, she's been putting mayo on her mask. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see this mugshot. She has meth and A's. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to look it up, it's Beth Ann Franchak. F-R-A-N-C-H-A-K. And she's from St. Pete Beach. Yeah, there's no in way that, she's hot. In that picture, she's saying, damn, I look good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now, Spanish, I'm going to go side with you and say, uh, 
if nobody else is around, I might let her go down. On me. 100%. There's no, there's no way that Depending I... on what she smelled like. Yeah. If I'm drunk at, like, a Jimmy B's back in the day and she starts hitting on me at, at the bar, I'm going to have a hard time saying no to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mama mia. Look <laughs> her cute little rolls under her chin. It's adorable. Ugh. No, she's got she's got like a uh, dumb Karen face too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost took a picture of something yesterday. There was a like a four car accident near my Oof. Starbucks yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nobody was hurt, but they Isn't were all. Starbucks? It was a four way Karen accident. There were four Karens involved in the accident. Oh. They were all. They were all on their cell phone yelling at somebody on the other line. Oh. Like, oh, man. Mama. It's like the Avengers. I hate, to, yep, I hate to be the cop that has to come here and the Karens hit each other. Uh, so today is a national day. It is not food. It is something you need to do. Well, you don't need to do, but it's something they're saying you should do today. Today is national what? I'm checking my press day right now, if that's what it is. No, nope, that's uh, not it. So <laughs> but you can continue, I guess. Uh, okay. It is National Kiss a Squirrel Day. No. It is National it's Eat a, Your Vegetables Day. Uh, Spanish, you're kind of along <gasps> the right line, though. Well, sort of. Kiss Eat a, your vegetables, kiss, no. Kiss a Frog Day? No. It is National Be Nice Day. Oh. So it would be nice if you kissed yeah. a squirrel. A squirrel would probably like it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, National Be Nice Day. So be nice to people. Today. Yeah, guys. Be nice. Uh, the home of serial killer, well, fake one, Buffalo Bill from the Silence of the Lambs is up for sale. It is in Periopolis, Pennsylvania. It's nope. on the market for $298,500. Stay there. Uh, there is a picture of it up on Moden TV. Uh, it was previously sold in 2016 to a Silence of the Lambs fan for 195000 So quite the markup in just uh, four years. Yeah, I don't... Uh, that never does anything for me. Live in the house with the... Uh Amityville Horror was filmed or live here. No, thank you. When asked, the house said, I'd buy me. <laughs> mm, thank you. Thank you. Well done, That's sir. That's it for me, folks. You've been a great show. <laughs> yeah. Good night, Does the house come with uh, a big hole in the back? Yeah, the pit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different story. Puts the lotion in the basket. No, I just watched that again the other day. By the way, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> it's been on a lot lately. Good movie, man. It is a good movie. It definitely really? is a good movie. And and uh, but what's the scariest part in that movie to you? The scariest part? Yes. Like out of all the Hannibal Lecter stuff and all of that, what's the part? Is there any part in there that's scary to you? Well, whenever she's in there and he has the night vision and she's in the dark oh, and that's stuff, yeah, that's like whoa. Yeah. I think when she talks to him, uh, Hannibal Lecter, the first time in the cell, and she's walking away, and the other Migs. guy, multiple uh, Megs, yeah, yeah, Woof. yeah, that's not scary. I, I, I the part that's where, not scary. Um, Mike deals with that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do the same thing, Just whip it around. Uh, no. um... God, when he cuts that other guy's face off, the security guard, and puts oh, on his so face. Good. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. I never Bloody even thought of anything like that. And then he's and he hoists the other guy up in like that angel type. Position. You know what's so yeah. funny, Mike? Is I said that exact thing to my wife. I said, "Listen, obviously you're a killer and you want to get away. You don't have time to do stuff." But if you're a psycho killer mm-hmm. and you leave that behind with the angel thing, and they come in, they'd be like. What in the world yeah. is going on? Oh. Also, that reveal when you find out that he's not the cop and uh-huh. he puts the cop on top of the elevator and they think that he's up there and that whole thing, uh, that's so great. Uh, yeah. it's, it, it, was, it was such a, 
because it's really not scary. Because other than the night vision thing, there's only that's really the only jumping scary part. Right. Yeah. The rest of it is all just psychological, and and it's because um, he does such a good job as Hannibal Lecter, and Jodie Foster does such a good job as being. Clarice. And Buffalo Bill, so good. Uh, yeah, he's great. I, I love, my favorite line out of the whole movie is, uh, was she a big fat lady? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> size 14. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he checks her, uh, checks the tag, and perfect. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, I know I that- can never hear Tom Petty's American Girl without thinking of that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The girl driving along. Yep. Uh, uh, I know your son's into Gucci and different stuff like that, right? Yep. Would you nope. buy this for him? Gucci has released a little dress with a satin bow for men. I was going to say, you know, I have a son. Yeah. You just said son. They say it is, quote, to disrupt toxic stereotypes. Here's what it looks like up on Bone TV. <laughs> oh, if your son wore that, would you go, what are you doing? What's going on? I mean, thankfully, I can't see him ever asking for something like this. It's Gucci. I know, but he's not. There's a lot of ugly Gucci things he doesn't like too. So, I mean, uh, yeah, no, he's so picky with what he wears. I can't him see him ever wearing a dress. No, mm. would I let him? It would depend on his passion. My my big thing is, wouldn't you be worried that he's going to get his ass kicked? Uh, yeah, and and but also like the guy that they show wearing it in the in the picture, the Machine model, Gun Kelly. Well, that's the guy you expect to wear it. So if you see him in school, you're like, yep, David's yeah. wearing the dress again. I expect him to be yelling somewhere outside in some sort of mob. Yeah. You know? Oh, I know. I see that guy is... Um, I see him running and jumping over the uh, railing and sitting at the people's table when they're trying to eat. No, his face says to me, my dad didn't love me. <laughs> Neither parents. Yeah, I was going to say, mom was, mom was a close second. <laughs> yeah. The the good good thing is the only way I see my son wanting this to wear this is if the whole football team decided to wear dresses to school. And right. Is that's that it. Thing. Yeah. Other than that, no, I don't. I don't. I think I'm safe there. All right. And it, and I will tell you, as open as I am, I have never told my son what to do with his hair. I never told him to cut it, to dye it, to not do it. whatever he wants to do. I'm happy with. Uh, but the day he comes home and says, will you buy me this dress? I go, get, get your goddamn face out of here. <laughs> like, I'm not, there's no way I'm just going to be like, okay, son, let's go get you a dress. Uh, by the way, about five minutes until the first keyword to win $1,000. But Spanish, so when, when my, huh? Good thing you said that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, when my son was younger, he was friends with a girl, an Indian girl, who said something about uh, uh, growing your hair long. Uh, oh, I forget what it was. But so he wanted to grow his hair long. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Do whatever you want. I don't care. It's your hair. Go ahead. Go crazy with it. But I forget what the thing was. It was something kind of creepy. It was something about a ghost and that you live long and the hair and stuff. Yeah, ask Karishma if she knows. I definitely will. It was pretty pretty interesting, but my son started growing his hair long, and I'm like, yeah, he's doing it for a girl. All right. Karishma's got one of those for everything that she doesn't like, I always say. Or if you do this, it's bad luck. If you don't turn on the lights. Yeah, it's it's got something for everything. So so I just always hoped that my kid wouldn't be one of those weird goth kids that has black hair and white paint on their face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, I'm still going to obviously love him and respect his choices, but that's the one that would disappoint me the most. Like, like I think Vito's I'd be kid? Who? Oh. Vito's kid from The Sopranos. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that little oh. fat goth kid. <laughs> Pooping yeah. in the shower. Yeah. I just, uh, like, if he would have came in and he was, like, had crosses on his face, like, he drew on oh. and 
black hair and he was listening to death metal, I'd be like, this is the most disappointing thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I still love you, but I'm very disappointed. Ugh. I could deal with right now, I could deal with the baby and the Gucci. I could handle uh, all that. By the way... I have some uh, news about the baby coming what? up. What? Like, yeah, yeah. Is he no longer a baby? <laughs> He's oh. all grossed up. Somebody bought him for fifteen hundred dollars. Disgraced film producer Harvey Weinstein has been charged with six more counts of forcible sexual assault in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, too late now. What? <laughs> too late now. You didn't. You weren't in on the. You didn't admit it on the first round. You shouldn't be allowed to. No, I think they're probably just getting to it. You know oh. what I mean? There are so many charges and stuff. Okay. The charges involve two victims and stem from an incident that occurred more than a decade ago. Uh, Weinstein, who was convicted earlier this year in New York of sex crimes, now faces a total of four counts. Of it's a lot of bad stuff. I'm not going to get into all the thing, but the uh, representative for Weinstein, who is serving 23 years in prison in New York, had no immediate comment on the new charges. Uh, Weinstein, though, of course, denies everything. So, so how old is he? He's got to be in his 60s, right? 23 years. He's never getting out. At this point, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, guilty. Whatever, say whatever you want. I did. Yeah. I mean, what more? We already think he's a horrible human being. Why would you want to go to court? Every yeah, there's day? no redemption. He is, uh, by the way, 68 years old. Yeah, mm. so no, he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's a good death we'll pick for next year. Yeah, I have him this year. I was really hoping that something would rattle the cage and make it happen, but uh, not I yet. Would, we'll I see. I would love to see. I would love to watch a show. Harvey Weinstein in jail to see what his life is like in jail. Well, I bet you it's a lot more boring than you think. But like, I want to know who he's talking to, and who's who's. What do they call him? And who's hitting him? And who's trying to bang him? And uh, is he paying bet, people that, for protection? That sort of stuff. I bet he's in like uh, protective custody, like right. by himself. Sure, probably. But uh, you know, I bet you there's still some measures. You know, some precautions that are taken. Like I bet you they're paying other prisoners to take care of him. That sort yeah. of thing. And they also know that he's not going to, you know, start fighting or stabbing people or anything. They're like, yeah, just that there's that idiot. You know, yeah. give him his food and let him sit on the cot. Or is he somewhat some sort of uh, hero? Like, yo, Harvey, tell us about that one time you uh, had that girl in your office. Or tell us about this movie that you made. And, you know, and. Oh, yeah, it's a possibility. Some guy. good stories, yeah. Yeah. About how he raped women. <laughs> well, or, or made no, movies, know. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, LL Cool J was not happy with Kanye West urinating on a Grammy. Uh, he was on uh, doing an interview, and he started talking about it. But we have to pause for a second because we have to do this in just about 10 seconds coming up. Sorry. Are you telling me in the middle of an LL Cool J, Kanye West feud? We're going to have to take a pause. But this is why I like LL so much. This is just one more thing that makes me like him because he doesn't like Kanye peeing on his uh, Grammy and doing that type of stuff. As a hip-hop king of Tampa. Yes. Play it. Well, I'm going to play this. Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's bone bonus keyword is bike. Text bike to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks powered by achieve credit union there you go good luck all right so ll does not like kanye peeing on the grammy and you know ll hosted the grammys and stuff so here he is talking about that with all due respect i think kanye should just he should in a yeezy or something <laughs> i felt some kind of way about that i didn't love that because I hosted yeah. Grammys for five years. Yeah, the Grammys didn't di get everything right, but they didn't get everything wrong either. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are not without flaw. But homie 
fucking Grammys. Like, yo, do one of them space shoes. Come on, man. <laughs> Being one of the space shoes, space he says. Shoes. I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, it's his Grammy. He wants to pee on it, pee on it. You want yeah. to make a fool out of yourself, do what you're going to do. But, um, you know, that you know how much more that Grammy's worth now that he peed on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you were going to buy Kanye's Grammy before, now you're buying the Grammy that he peed on. It's actually probably right. worth more money now. Uh, during a baby video shoot in Charlotte, North Carolina, gunfire erupted nearby, but apparently had nothing to do with the video shoot. It was just random gunfire from people in North Carolina. There's that video on, on YouTube where the baby was filming his video at a house, and that oh, yeah. gang rolled up on him. Remember that? Yeah, you were saying yeah. about it. Yeah. And the baby was like, I, I ain't scared of that. I'm the baby. I love the baby. I wish he had a different name to make him sound a little cooler. I mean, or to make me sound a little cooler. Because when people hear me say I love the baby, they're like, does that guy have mental problems? I love the baby. Let me buy the baby. That guy loves the baby. The same guy who was talking about buying the baby the other day on the radio. Uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, the new James Bond movie, whether it was out or not, No Time to Die. No. It has yeah. been pushed back uh, from November till next April now. Oh. Yeah, so they're pushing it even further back. My. And this is some terrible news. Something I was looking forward to. Law and Order. Organized Crime, the SVU spinoff set to feature Christopher Maloney's uh, long-awaited return yep. to the uh, Dick Wolf pran- franchise, is uh, changing showrunners, and now it's been delayed from NBC's anticipated fall schedule. So it's not going to be happening in the fall. They'll be pushing it back, which sucks because I was looking forward to that. It also sucks if you're the actor and you're like, well, that was my gig. Are you going to work on the yeah. show? Yeah, but I, I would. Yeah, I don't know how much they have done or what the deal is, but yeah, yeah. I will. I would like to watch that too. Just watch the same nine fat Italian actors be all the mobsters. Uh, who would be somebody that you would like to see in Playboy? I know Playboy's not like a huge thing anymore, but who is somebody that you're like, man, she never did Playboy. She should have done Playboy. Who is somebody good that you would like to see in Playboy? Selma Hayek. Oh, Selma Hayek would be nice, right? Yeah. <sighs> Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson would be nice. Think, think, bigger boobs. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Ooh, yeah, I'd be in on that. In a new interview, said that she's in discussions with Playboy for a photo spread in celebration of her upcoming seventy fifth birthday. No way. Yeah, unleash those Partons. (laughs) I I would pay. I would pay to see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Johnny Carson said, I would pay a year's salary to get a peek under that dress. <laughs> Mike, are you going to Dollywood when you go for Thanksgiving? I don't know. Is Dollywood open? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. they open uh, for the holidays there, yeah. I mean, like COVID-wise. I, I mean, oh, probably, yeah, I didn't think about that. probably I'm going to take advantage of everything that Tennessee has to offer in that area. Yeah. Pigeon Forge. I, I don't know what I'm. I've been looking at some of those roller coasters. Those, uh, oh, look at that. Look at those cans. Yeah, those are gorgeous. How old is she now? So, well, she'll be turning 75. I'd take a look at those. Oh, I absolutely. Sure. I wouldn't bang that old meth headed bitch out in St. Pete Beach, but I'd be all over Dolly. Yeah, yeah. I might be. I, I want Dolly, Dolly to talk to me in that sweet voice. Mm-hmm. Dolly is like the again. Don Corleone of Pigeon Forge. They own everything. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It's crazy. Does she have kids? I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't so. know. Look at old good-looking uh, hairpiece Burt Reynolds Burt too. Reynolds, yeah, yeah. He Burt Reynolds. I'll tell you, he was uh, he was good-looking '70s, early '80s guy. 
but in uh, in Deliverance, he was hot. Where he, where he was muscular <laughs> oh, and he, he had the short, the short hair. Yeah, the yeah. vest. No yeah. kids. No kids for Dolly Parton, huh? Nope. Is, is Porter Wagner still alive? That's her husband? She um, was married to Porter Wagner, but I don't think he's alive. Or if he is, I think he's really ill. So she says she's married to Carl Thomas Dean, and they got married in 1966. What? I thought she was married to Porter Wagner. He died in 2007, Porter Wagner. Yeah, but she's been married to the other guy since 66, it said. Yeah, that seems to be her only spouse. Maybe she yeah. was just dating him or something. Oh, maybe they sang together. She okay. did, a, yeah, an album with him, Porter who, and Dolly. Who did I, who did I uh, accuse a guest on this show I accused of having a sexual relationship with Dolly Parton, and they denied it. Norm MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Not Norm MacDonald, no. Uh, uh, they denied it, and I still think they're lying. John Rich. No, no. Uh, Burt Kreischer. Jeff Dye. Former uh, chicken salesman and country music star. Jericho? No. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Chicken salesman. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Rogers uh, was on our show, and I asked him if he had ever made sweet love to Dolly Parton, and he said no. And then I, I beat him up about it, and I was like, come on now. And he was like, no, no, we were just friends. And we, he said we thought about it, but that would just ruin things. And I said, that's when I know you're a liar. If you thought about it. You both would have done it and then worried about it afterwards. Yeah. There's no way you're going to tell me that the gambler did not get up in those mountains. <laughs> There's no way I'd believe that. Uh, I mean, if you have the opportunity. If you know, if you have to yeah. know when to fold them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, I, just, I was looking this up real quick. I love the beginning of the song. Now play the typewriter. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Who is this? It was it was Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, and Jane Fonda. Yeah. yeah, Dabney Coleman. I used to love Dabney Coleman, man. He was so funny. Who's ever said that before in their life? I don't know. I used Me. to love Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman was in a lot of great stuff. I liked him. I thought he was really funny. Like I mean, what? He was a great actor. He was in that Cloak and Dagger. He yeah, was he in, was in Cloak and Dagger. Remember that TV show that he had uh, where he was like the news guy? Yep. Yeah. Cam, Galvin, you're, you do remember all that <laughs> stuff. Yep. You're absolutely right. But uh, uh, those are words you don't hear very often. Yeah. I, man, I love Dabney Coleman. You this ever is coming see... from the same guy whose hero was John Ritter. Oh, I love John Ritter. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> he was great. You ever see uh, uh, Dolly Parton play her fingernails? Play her fingernails? Yeah, so she's no. got those big crazy fingernails, whatever, and she'll like do a little and then just sing while playing that. It's pretty impressive. I would like Dolly Parton to scratch my back. Oh, nice back scratch. From I would yeah. take that more than, nah, well, nah, be close to She First, she scratches her back, like all of a sudden, you're laying on the bed. Nice bed, by the way. She's got yeah. beautiful cotton sheets. Smells yeah, beautiful. Yeah, smells great. It's all white and everything, and she's scratching your back doing that, and then all of a sudden, she just lays them on your back. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. That's where it's nice. at. Boy, I, I got to tell you, that's a hard category to find. Uh, I would love to get, I would love to get a hot older chick like Dolly Parton, but where do you, where do you, like... You don't find that on Tinder. St. Pete Beach. Nah, yeah. I hardly put her in the same category as put her in the same category as Dahlia. Uh, I, I mean, like, like you know, there's got to be some hot, some sixty-something year old hot chick 
with the uh, nice curls and her blonde hair and some big boobs who's looking for uh, a young guy to make sweet love to. But, you know, there's no place to go and, and find them. Something yeah, there is. Michael, let's go. Yeah, let's I go, know. Joe. I know where it is. Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I, yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> You're make a road trip. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, just get them in my DMs, ladies, <laughs> if, you, if you know how to use DMs. <laughs> Listen to this. About 7.30 on Thursday morning, a man walking down the sidewalk in New York City when another guy randomly sucker punched him. The victim went down hard, and the other guy walked away. Did you see the video? The I victim. Saw the videos on, yep. uh, watch it's the video before you say TV. who the victim is. There it is. You see the guy just wail this guy and just go walking away. Bam! For no reason. No reason. Go walking just away. walking along the street and just punch the guy right in the face and knock him down. That victim who got knocked down turned out to be Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah, the one and only yeah. Rick Moranis. Strange, the, strange brew. Honey, I shrunk, uh, shrunk the kids. Do you think that guy's like, bitch, you shrunk my kids? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the attack was caught on surveillance camera, and the cops have a pretty clear picture of this jerk that punched Rick Moranis what, in the face. What if we found out Rick Moranis under his breath called this guy the N-word? Oh, boy. Oh, no. It's he quite possible. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, they're offering $2,500 reward, which should be higher for punching Rick Moranis, uh, for any information that leads to the arrest. Rick was treated at a local hospital, but he's uh, back home now. His rep says that he is uh, fine but grateful for everyone's thoughts and well wishes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off on that. What? I'm going to say Rick Moranis said something to this guy. Watch the video. Joe, rewind the video. Just watch this guy. This guy's walking there, walking. Then he heard something. He heard Rick Moranis say something. He walked up, punched him in the face. Because if you look behind him, there's another person there. He didn't hit that person. Yeah. I'm going to say Rick Moranis called him the N-word. I don't think so. I'm guessing. But <laughs> okay, I don't know. No. Not, but, but this poor guy's just walking down the street. Or he really hated Ghostbusters. Oh, how dare you? And he was like, you know what? And You're he, not and the he, gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and he and he got mad at that. Like, man, I hated you. So, no. Rick Moranis had been out of the spotlight for quite some time, and then we just saw him a little while ago on the commercial <laughs> yeah. for uh, the Ryan Reynolds uh, cellular company and stuff. Oops. So Ryan Reynolds is not happy about it. He said, "quote or tweeted out, quote, should have known not to subject Rick to the year 2020. <laughs> glad, glad to hear Aww. he's okay. And then uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, tweeted, quote, my blood is boiling. Find this man. You don't touch Rick Moranis. Yeah. Oh, little giants? Come on. Well, this guy was like, I did touch. What if he was one of the little giants? What if this guy's yeah. a grown-up? He didn't like the way Rick Moranis treated the rest of the Look at him. He's casually walking away afterward like he didn't even just punch a guy in the face. Well, he knows he's not getting up. It's Rick I know, Moranis. But oh. look at that guy. Look at that guy's face and think, is that the face of a guy who just punched Rick Moranis? You look at him. He's looking. He's looking for the rest of the Ghostbusters. Uh, right now. I did find some audio of what Rick Morana said. Take off, hoser. <laughs> oh, not cool, Rick. Look, he's like, I hate Strange Brew. <laughs> yeah. And the guy walked. I away. love that he's got an "I love New York" hoodie on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to New York, Canada. Bam. The guy yeah. walked away, going cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he hit him, and then he was just like, I don't know. This. What if this guy woke up this morning and he's like. The first 80s TV star I, or movie star I see, I'm going to punch in the face today. And then, boom, he's like, well, I guess it's you, Rick Moranis. What could, it, what could possibly be the situation here? Yahoo Sirius is so lucky he was not out there. <laughs> what, could this, what could possibly be going on? Oh, pretty simple. Uh, punch a white guy. But, but, why, but you think he waited for a little white guy? Yeah. Sure. I don't, why, do they have it, why do they have it blurred out? I think they're protecting Rick Moranis. I think Rick Moranis <laughs> called this guy the N-word, and they don't want to see. Why is he blurred out? 
I don't know. Rick Moranis, you racist? No. no. Oh, that's what I think. That's no. my guess. It's a bad Darth guess. Helmet? I, Come on. Yeah. Yo, that's it. Maybe that was what the guy was mad at. Oh, no. Fantastic film. Maybe this guy, maybe Rick Moranis was like, let me see your Schwartz. <laughs> I'm going I'm to say Rick Moranis was up to no good that morning. And that's why this guy got hit. And then this guy was like, no, I'm going to work. Leave me alone. Yeah, he just went to get a cup of coffee after. Yeah. He didn't hit anybody else. He just hit the one guy who called him the N-word. <laughs> I'm on your side, sir. I don't like it. Well, I don't, I don't like, like it either. It. I don't like that Rick Moranis is a racist. This is, oh. the, way we're gonna f- this is the way the world <laughs> finds out. Poor Rick. I, and, and you know what? The world is so racist. Right away, it's sided with Rick Moranis because he's a celebrity. <laughs> Nobody stopped to wonder what made this poor guy how to react the way he did. And I did right. I said react. He reacted to Darth Helmet's racial slur. I think Rick Moranis is America's sweetheart. and he He's didn't not even American. Him. Yeah, no, but he is. He's North American. He is now. Honorary. Uh, that's not really. Yeah. He is. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what other. Honey, he's a guy who is responsible for shrinking his own kids. That's right. And the neighbor's kids. <laughs> his other movies, he tried to he tried to ruin a wedding and tried to kidnap by kidnapping the princess. He's supposed to be coming back to do a sequel with Disney Plus, a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. Yep. That was the whole thing, how he finally came back well, maybe, into the spotlight. Maybe that's why that guy was like, he was like, you ain't shrinking anybody else, bitch. And then he hit him because he was afraid. He was, what, he's like, what if he tries to shrink my kids? Boom, and he hit him. Son of a bitch. I'm on that guy's side. Uh, well, we go from a throwback of Rick Moranis to a throwback of another sort. Guess who has... A new album out. Their first one in over 20 years. Ooh. I will tell you, it's not even a music artist. I think you'll be able to guess it right away. Take a listen to this. Thank you for calling iRobot. I already got it. Who is it? Trigger Boys. Yep. Hello. Oh, boy. I got a bit. Yeah, I got a I got a bit of a problem here, ma'am. I have the iRobot, okay. and I, I put a little bit of duct tape on it. I, I duct taped a very sharp knife to the iRobot, and he's outside the bathroom door now, and I'm in the bathroom. I'm scared for my life. Okay. Um, he, you're saying that you, you attached a knife to the robot? Yes, I attached a knife to the robot because I needed a little help. My fingernails are very brittle. And what I did, well, I didn't realize this This thing would have a mind of its own. Guess so what? Listen, can I just tell you <laughs> yeah. that as a guy who has worked in this business for very long, I've worked through all the Ned phone calls, through all the crotchety phone calls, through all the fake phone They're all fake. And, and the Jerky Boys ones now have to be fake. So fake. So fake. I mean, you're, in the beginning... You're telling me that you attached a knife to the... Yeah. Oh, really? Let, let Reiterate it so yeah. that everybody hears and blah, blah, blah. By the way, also, doesn't sound like they're swearing. And it's, you know, 20 years... Let it go, guys. It's done. I like uh, Johnny Brennan. He's been on the show before. Uh, and I love the old Jerky Boys stuff. The first Jerky Boys CD was great. The Jerky Boys... Uh, cassettes that we used to listen to when I was in high school that used to circulate in the area were great, but it's over now. Everybody, every kid ever since then has made prank phone calls, and every uh, hack morning show has tried to fake, uh, duplicate fake those phone calls uh, over the years. So there's no way in the world that they're real, nor are they funny. Anymore. Do you remember? So it, listen, I totally 100% agree with you. Used to be the funniest thing in the yes. world. Was the funniest thing in the world. 
it's not funny anymore. Joe Piscopo is not funny anymore. You know, that right. just that type of stuff doesn't happen. Oh, do you remember the first place you heard Jerky Boys? I remember vividly exactly where I was, how I first heard Jerky Boys. It was a bootleg tape, yep. and uh, we were working at the nightclub, and for, the power was out. And we were like, okay, well, power's out. What the hell are we going to do? We're waiting for the power to come back on. And the DJ said, have you guys heard this? Put the tape in. We were crying laughing. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was real. They oh, were real. It was great. And it was funny and sandalwood and all the things you got out of it. And, sizzle uh, chest. Sizzle chest. And um, then once the success of that came out, anybody else who had uh, you know recordings on tape made an album. The, other, the funniest one was Red's Tube Bar. Do you remember Red's Tube Bar? Uh, re- refresh. Red was a guy who worked at the bar, and they would call down there, and he'd answer the phone, and he'd be like, Red's Bar. And they'd go, um, you know, I'm looking for tulips. And the guy's like, tulips. And he's like, yeah, yeah. tulips planted on my nuts. And, and and he'd go, why don't you come down here and say it to my face? I'll yeah. punch you. And the, guy, and the guy would get mad every time. And then and they, after a while, he started getting cautious because they'd have him do like the old Bart Simpson where he'd right. be calling out for names and it would be funny. And he started to be cautious with it. But then they'd get him after a while and he'd lose his mind. It was That was funnier, I think, than the Jerky Boys just wasn't as popular. And then Red died. So right right when he became successful, he died. Amanda Hug and Kiss? Yeah, I'm yeah. looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. But he had that voice. Like, I'm looking for Amanda, Amanda Hug and Kiss. Uh, and also, at that time, uh, there was no cell phone. So if you called a bar, you could actually get somebody in the bar on the right, phone. Now, yeah. if you're calling a bar, you're like, call a cell phone. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> well, 20 years too late there, Jerky Boys. Uh, that is it for news. What do you think the Jerky Boys are doing? Do you think they're like, because they, they, they had success from the albums. Then they had the movie. And then uh, they probably made a little money where they didn't have to work for a couple of years. And then it was like back to their regular jobs. Yeah, I think they, and then there were uh, Comedy Central had them doing they a did. thing. I don't even yeah, remember. I think they had them on there for a little while because I remember every once in a while they keep coming back, and then they broke up. Johnny B and Kamal, yeah, Kamal. broke up. I don't know they whether they did up. stuff on their own or what. But I, yeah, I do have Brennan's net worth. If you want to take a guess, what the forty five thousand dollars? I'm going to say uh, ninety thousand. You're both very low, five hundred thousand. Oh well. <laughs> um, the uh, does it have mine on there? Does it say what mine is? By the way, how how old do you think he is? Johnny Brennan, I'm he's fifty five. Fifty nine. Yeah, I knew he had to be older than me. Um, Gio, does that mine net worth on there? It does. Yeah. What does it say? Take a guess. Do you want? Guess I would that... say, do you guys want to guess? I'm looking at it, so I know what it says. I bet it says like. Tell me what it says, then tell me if you think it's accurate. I'm going to say it says, so net worth is your house, your all, everything, your cash, everything. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it says $1.3 I was going to say $1.5. Spanish? Oh, I see. I'm, I'm looking at it, too. Oh, you idiot. Well, I was Googling what you asked. Oh. What does it say? $4 million. Whoa. No, I don't think that's right. And it also says you're a journalist. <laughs> Congratulations. I am a journalist. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing you the... Journals? Journals. The news. <laughs> no Congratulations. Comment. Thank you. No comment. You're amazing. Um, By the way, real quick, I was looking. Uh, in 2000, Kamal released a solo album, Once a Jerk, Always a Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great name. Great name for an album. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, wait, was something else I was going to tell you about the Jerky Boys? Oh, I know what it was. When uh, Scott Shannon was on Z100 in New York, when it was Scott Shannon and I think Ross Britton, when they left the morning show at Z100, they were looking for something to fill in, and Mariah Carey suggested the Jerky Boys do it. And I thought that would have been a good idea. Back in the back in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah, they would have fit in perfectly. I think, especially in New York, they would have, and they could have done phone calls. The and- last thing you want to do, though, is have some hokey, jerky eighties morning show now. Like you don't want to bring that back now to the radio. Yeah, you got it. There you go. Enjoy that. Uh, all right, we must take a break. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. It's a Mike Calta show. It's Monday. Oh, uh, why? We have a winner already. No, we oh. have to do our uh, football picks. We yes, I was say when we come back, we'll find out how we did well, and see who's buying who ice cream. What? We still have a game. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.